Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce, and Tim is with us live in the studio. Tim, thank you so much for being here. John, good to be with you and Sandy. Uh, so good news that everybody's been talking about and leaders here have wanted for a long time, and that is that there will be the ability in southeast Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee County specifically, to increase the sales tax if you're Milwaukee County, to implement a sales tax if you're the city of Milwaukee. It will need to be done, it looks like, through a referendum. Uh, city leaders don't like this idea, the referendum part of it. Why is that? Yeah, so the bill's actually being introduced uh, tomorrow. Uh, there's a hearing uh, in Madison, which I'll testify at. But you're right, it does propose to give the city and the county the ability to implement a sales tax, but through a referendum. Here's why I think that's not the best way to do it. The city and county export $7.6 billion of personal income every year to residents who don't live here. So the only people that can vote on a referendum are residents of the city of Milwaukee in that case. 40% of the commercial of the property owners are commercial property owners. They can't vote on it. None of the visitors can vote on a, on a um, referendum. And I think it's really important that we understand the sales tax is going to be used to make sure that Milwaukee doesn't flow down the river of bankruptcy. It's important not just to the residents of the city. It's important to the hundreds of thousands of people that come here to work the millions of people that come here as visitors, and the property owners that are here. That's why we have elected representative government, and that's why I think it needs to be the Common Council and the mayor and the county executive and the and the county board. I hear what you're saying. I talked to a city leader on Monday who told me it's quite simply because we think it'll get defeated because it's too complicated to put a clean question that adequately explains things on the ballot. Isn't it the job of city leaders to educate and to do the work and to put it in to make sure that those that will vote understand? You know, unlike California, where everything is a referendum, in Wisconsin, we live on referendum, on, on representative government. So it's the job, I think, of the people to elect uh, elected officials who make these decisions. We didn't vote in by referendum the Miller Park sales tax. We didn't vote in the half-county sales tax we had by referendum. And I think this is a smart way to do it, to elect people who take these complex problems, not that the public can understand, but they can make a decision, and then we hold them accountable for that. That's representative government. That's what we have. So should we never have a referendum? If we have representative government? I think, I think refer, refer, referendums should be really limited. The, the best example are school referendums, where the people voting in that school district are identifying a referendum. When you have a referendum like this, there are so many constituencies that don't get a chance to vote in a referendum. But you can say the same thing in a school district. I mean, I get to vote in Menominee Falls, and I don't have kids in the district anymore. You, you don't have kids, but you get a chance to vote on the referendum because it's, it's, in a sense, your school district. So, again, I think that we have put so much time and effort in an elected government that they're best suited to make these decisions, not over the public, but on behalf of the public. If this goes to referendum, and it's going to, it looks like, how real is your fear that it will be defeated? Well, I think we'll have to do a really um, good job of laying this out because it is very complicated. Again, not that voters can't understand, but it's very complicated. And I still believe there's an opportunity to make sure that this is not uh, a referendum, but in a sense it's a referendum by the county board and the common council and the mayor and the county executive. Tim, you're a smart guy, yep. and these leaders are smart people. I, I feel like we need to give voters more credit. We need to educate them and... Can't can't we do that? That's very fair, but here here's a referendum question, right? So you would be asking the voters of the city whether they want to put a sales tax in to um, sunset 
put a sales tax in to make sure that the current people in the pension plan get the pension that they've signed up for. New employees go into a new plan. There's a 30-year amortization at a 6.8% discount rate. Now, in addition to that, there are about a half another dozen other provisions. So I'm looking at the person in the voting booth who's going to be in there for a half hour reading this, and the guy behind him is going to go, hey, are you done? <laughs> no, I just finished the one for the city. Now i got to vote on the one for the county. So it's not that it Voters can't understand it. It's just a complex question to lay out in a referendum versus do you want your taxes to go up or down for your school building? It is complicated. There's no doubt about that. What are some other actual benefits that you see? Or is this just sort of a no-brainer? What's the simplest way? To- it's it's not a no-brainer. It's very complex to, to figure out how to use this sales tax to put to rest a pension liability that the city has and the, and the city taxpayers have for the next 30 years. But the benefit is we don't go bankrupt. And that's a very real possibility if we don't get a, a, the sales tax in place that the city could go bankrupt. And if you want to know what happened to that, just take a picture out of Michigan. Detroit went bankrupt. It affected Michigan's bond rating and the entire state. So this is not just a grenade that goes off in Milwaukee. It will affect the entire region's economy and the state's economy. And I think we want to give it the best chance to succeed so Milwaukee doesn't end up in bankruptcy. Tim Sheehy is with us, the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. So we have some good news, some very simple news. Wisconsin is in the top 10 of the new U.S. News and World Report. We're number yeah, eight. That's We're right. number eight. Now, it's fun and a, certainly a pride point, and we've had some fun com- having conversations about it today. Does this benefit our region to be listed like this, or is it just sort of like a who's who? Like, Does it, does it really matter? Does it, have- it, it, yeah. it absolutely does, and to bring it back to the conversation that we just had, one of the reasons we rank eighth is because we rank seventh in fiscal stability. And one of the reasons Illinois ranks 36th is because its fiscal stability has gone out the window. So those two things are related. Our quality of life and our fiscal stability are related. And it's great to see Wisconsin number eight on the list. For sure. It is a good list. Uh, Concordia Market just opened at Mitchell International Airport. New shop. They're going to sell local products, uh, which is really cool. When was the last time Tim Sheehy bought something at the airport? You fly a lot. I do, and the only thing I get at the airport when I go through there, unfortunately, is I fill up my water bottle. Um, I'm, I'm just not a big shopper at an airport, but I think it's great because a lot of people are, and uh, it's hard to get food on planes, so it's great to have those amenities at the airport. Why do they sell suitcases at the airport? Pretty much if you're at the airport, you probably already have a suitcase, don't you? Uh, that's a good That's a good question. It's probably um, why they sell suntan lotion at the beach. <laughs> What if, you, what if you shop at the what airport and get out? so many no items? <laughs> you shop at the airport and get so many items that you have to pack a second yeah. suitcase. I, I never understood the Brooks Brothers. I really didn't. I, I, I probably didn't need a suit. Maybe I got a little mustard on my dress shirt. I'll find a dress shirt. <laughs> well, they somewhere. went out of business, so yeah, apparently no one else understood it either. Very good point. Or the, the golf shop, the, the golf clothing shop. <laughs> right. Well, you lose your luggage now, and you got that golf trip planned. You need someplace to shop. Well, they ought to have a Target at the airport. I mean, if you lose your luggage, what you need is a Target or a Walgreens. There you go. Yeah. Not a Brooks Brothers What's exactly? What's your uh, good news of the week this week, Tim? So the good news of the week is Johnson Controls' announcement that they're putting $1.65 million over the next three years into UPAF. And to top that off, June 16th to the 18th, the Lakefront Festival of the Arts is back after a three-year hiatus. That indeed is good news. Good news for our city.